everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 357. <clears throat> oh, excuse me, I wasn't expecting that. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And I guess that, up, that system update I should not have done, but it is what it is, so here we are. So uh, before we continue, I do apologize for some of the issues for tonight's pre-show. Um, for some of you who don't know, we use Winamp for, for musical playback and streaming, so Winamp has this tendency to crash. But thankfully, for the most part, the crashes happen when I'm not live, so... Tonight was an exception, but if it comes down to it, I do have a backup application that I can use. I may play around and try that and see how that works. That and I, it, that application, it doesn't shoot the titles to the page, so that way when it shows uh, Anime Jam Session Live, that's all it shows and nothing else more. So I think we are good for the most part. Um, yeah. So we are live tonight, week of May 15th. 2018, right here on the Vogue Network. We're here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, Etch Chat, and Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is Vogue, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash Vogue Network. And there is an IRC link that's on there. If you click on that, you have Chatzilla. It'll bring you into the chat room, uh, provided if you're running an older version of Firefox. But newer versions, if you tell it, run so, run it, it'll do it. You can also head over to webchat.gamesurge.net and join the VOG channel there. And we're also on Discord. You can find us at vognetwork.com Discord. Head on over and join us. You can join via the browser or the application. And if you join us there, we basically have uh, chat rooms for each of the live shows. So come on in. The water's just fine. And we're going to have a grand old time. And for some reason, I hear like this odd popping in, one, in the right channel of my headphones. But mm, it is what it is. It's going to be one of those days. So, yeah. So we're gonna go um before we get into that, so how was everybody tonight? Uh tired. Oof, that's not good. But um I get it, I understand. So we'll go around the room with how was your week? How was your day? Ari. <clears throat> uh well let's see. Today was payday, but that check immediately got lit on fire as I paid the bills. I know that feeling. And um, while my vacation from work is this week, I mean, we had originally, like, when I picked out the week's vacation, we had contemplated going up to uh, Cape Cod for Nauticons, but that kind of fell through. Hmm. That's a good good thing, too. I don't have the money to go up there anyway. Eh. Maybe it's a higher being telling you this is a reason not to do that. I don't have enough money, enough disposable income to go up there, obviously. Well, true, true, true. Next year. Maybe. Definitely. Uh, let's uh, let's see what else. Um, I was at the doctor's today to, so he could, you know, look out the uh, results of my latest blood work, and 
everything is perfectly normal. That's good. Well, my grossly overweight ass just kind of looked at him and gawked because I'm like, wait, what? Because I expected you know, to find at least some kind of fucked up disease inside me somewhere or some kind of condition. But nope. Been like that for the past 10 or so years. Well, Ari, when you think about it, you know, when we look in the mirror, we think we're unhealthy, overweight, and all that shit. Oh, but, I know yeah. I am. But when we go to the doctor, it's like, on the medical level, you're healthy as a goddamn horse. On a personal level, you feel like a goddamn horse, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, he gave me some different medicines to, uh, stop the swelling of my feet, plus the one thing I was on that we decided wasn't working anymore, isn't so I should stop taking it, and I just emptied the two and a half remaining bottles straight into the, into the toilet. My uh, pharmacy gave me a 90-day supply. Oh, okay. And uh, other than that, well, I ended up trading in some uh, some games I don't play anymore for my PS4 and ended up picking Dragon, Dragon's Crown Pro. Okay. And getting into that a little bit. and. Okay. In between that and uh, Fallout 4. That's good. Sounds like a plan. All right, cool. And uh, tom- and tomorrow I'm going I'm going over to my aunt's for lunch, so so at least I'll have something you know somewhat exciting to do tomorrow. Oh, that doesn't make you the, the precious little nephew, doesn't it? Don't you just hate that well, shit? Well, no, because they both both of my mom's sisters know that my mom is a total bitch. Even better. And I need the catharsis, as it were. <laughs> wow. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, week was exhausting, and my day was exhausting. Oh. I'm just trying to stay sane enough until this weekend. Gotcha. Okay, cool. And I'm going to see Deadpool on Thursday. Of course you are! Oh, that's right. That's this weekend. Yeah. I was going to go on Friday, and then I'm like, Ah, they've got Thursday showings. Why don't I just go Thursday? Okay, I'll go Thursday. You're going to see it Thursday. You're going to see it Friday. When we all Um, crash at the hotel Saturday night, you're going to go out and see it Saturday. After the con, you're going to drag me to see it on Sunday. There's I'm... no time after the con to drag you to see it on Sunday. <laughs> Knowing you, Mako, you'll find a way. Remember, we did. How many times did we see Clerks two? Uh, we saw Clerks two twice. We saw it Friday night and then we saw it Sunday. Yep. But uh, yeah, I have um the four dollar ticket from T-Mobile Tuesday. Mm. So that is what I'm seeing it with on Thursday, and then I do have two free tickets to the theaters. That I received for my birthday. Thank you very much, because I know he's listening. Um, so I may go back and see it again this weekend. I haven't decided. Oh, good lord. Because, you know, conventions. Yes. Well, my weekend day has been interesting. Well, first thing first, I got off, I got off my butt 
I did a, a wipe of my computer because I got hit with some type of crypto virus, but I was able to block and delete it, but there were traces of it, so I had to do a format, and it hit my laptop. Come to find out, it was just a folder I had to delete that would have taken care of all of it. The only thing I would have lost were my were some bookmarks and tabs, so I was like, well, fuck. But the, uh, the format was going to come regardless because my computer is part of Windows Insider's build, so like every... It's every two to three updates, maybe four updates, I just do a wipe and fresh installation. Because to be perfectly honest, to get to do a full install of, of Windows, just the base applications and all the drivers take less than 15 minutes. And then I just spend the next hour pointing Windows to where my files are and reinstalling my other applications. It would take two hours yet, but I only install the applications I need right away and install the other applications as I go along. Um, what else is new? Um, got all my laundry done, so now I'm prepping for a couple of conventions coming up this weekend. This is the first time I'm going to do two cons over one weekend. Uh, Castle Point on Saturday and ClovercON on Sunday. So, and oh, yeah, I forgot that was on uh, this. They were the same weekend. Yeah, I think this is not the first time this has happened. Nope. Yeah, but um, since we got press, I figured one day of coverage on both. And I know press people who do that, so it's not so bad. Um, let's see, what else? I actually got one of those limited edition uh, Oreos. I bought the uh, kettle, the kettle popcorn Oreos. How was it? I destroyed them in three days. <laughs> they were so good. So I went. I gotta find me the cherry cola ones. Those look good. I didn't see those, but I ended up picking up a pack of the peanut butter ones because I love peanut butter. I think that's yeah, a regular too. flavor, but you know. The peanut butter one is a regular flavor. Yeah. Sometimes they switch it out and do uh, a Reese's peanut butter. Mm. So that's when you really need to look for it when they uh, bring that peanut butter into it. Is that usually Otherwise, around, hmm? is that usually around like September, October? I don't remember. I know they usually keep, you know, quote-unquote peanut butter out all year round, mm -hmm. but I know it does switch out uh, with the Reese's occasionally. I just don't know if it's a fall thing or if it's a winter thing. Possibly. That's when I get it. Oh, okay, I'll definitely have to keep eyes out on it, because I usually don't buy a lot of cookies and crackers. I still got snacks I got from Rose in my, in my bag of snacks, so, you know, I kind of peruse through that when I'm need something to quickly munch on while I'm watching television or something. Um, also, it may be time for me to get a new TV. I mean, the TV still works great, but I'm starting to see ghosting when I was watching NCIS tonight, but we'll see. If that is the case, it'll probably be another year before I buy another TV anyway, because that shows how often I actually watch TV and play games, so you know. Mm -hmm. like, but, um, that's basically has been my week and day i can't think of anything else so yeah um hopefully uh at this point in the game uh winamp has actually gotten its shit together let us hope and pray because worst case scenario i'll have to flip applications on the fly which thankfully for having a solid state drive it'll take like less than two minutes to do so tell you what if i did if i had a regular hard drive in here after that last reboot I, we, uh, it would just take at least three times as longer. So bless solid state drives, bless technology. So, anywho, 
We're going to go ahead and take our first break, and when we get back, we have a lot of news to cover, and damn, that's all I got to say, is damn. So, um, let me adjust volume, here we go, so, uh, wait, one, two, there we go, so, yeah, we'll be back.
Ah, oh, nothing like a trip back to the eight. What? No, like a trip back to the early 2000s for good movies, for good music. Well, I can't believe I actually said 80s. What the fuck is wrong with me tonight? Don't answer that, Mako. <laughs> Don't hum it either. <laughs> oh, you bitch. We're all a bunch of old bastards here. Uh, something like that, so... Anywho, um, I actually uh, texted a friend of mine who's actually at Disney to get me one, if she could get me one of those Infinity Gauntlet cups. Those look so cool. I was actually going to message her and see if she could get me one. Because there's a post over in the UBS Shameless that the the CO, she wants one. So I'm like, if I can get one, you know, hey, I can get experience in being a part of Barfleet either through experience or kissing ass, either or. Make the CEO happy. <laughs> mm. Um, let's see. Uh, update. Um, we'll still be doing new episodes. Um, the 29th, which is the day after Memorial Day, I believe we'll be doing a show. I should be back from my trip. Oh, I didn't mention. That. I'll talk about that in just a bit. Um, to recap from my weekend day, I totally forgot. Thanks to Wild Spice who met, who reminded me. I did go to the Love Live Harogak. Hakado Date, no, I got the pin right here. Hakodate Unit Carnival. It was fun, and I like the fact that this was only like two, two and a half hours tops. Normally, these Love Live concert events usually go three hours, three, three and a half. This was like two hours, two hours, fifteen minutes tops. This was awesome. Um, I went. It was great. I took some. I took. A lot of pictures. There was some awesome cosplayers there, and they were handing out pins. So I had like this big old pin right on my uh, Yohane hoodie that people enjoyed. So that was fun. I took, like I said, I took pictures that should be up on my personal site uh, soon. I'm still working on my backlog, so just stay right there. As for my trip, um, let me get into this. So two of my friends, Adam and char they are getting they they are getting married if you if you didn't know but if you're friends with them they're getting married well i like the fact that they're getting married on may 23rd the day before the day before my birthday and i thought that was freaking awesome so the 23rd is when they getting married the 24th is my birthday from the 25th to the 27th, I am going to this convention in D.C. called Escape Velocity. And it's like this heavy-duty STEM science convention. And I'm looking at it. I'm just, like, totally geeking out. Um, if you remember when Radio Shack used to sell those science fair kits, think of it as, like, one of those types of conventions. And I'm friggin' pumped. So me and my friend were doing cosplay for that. And I'm going to be her helper slash handler while I do press. So that's going to be fun. So, Monday, I'm wrong with, it's going to be like, since I don't have to work, I will be relaxing. And then Tuesday, which, like I said, we probably will be doing a show, but, eh, you know. And that's, um, that's exactly what I was talking about my trip, Wild Spice. And to answer your question, yes, I did get the postcard. It's, um, in my bag. So, and I had to take it out of my bag and put it next to the other postcard from the last event. So, that was fun. And... She said, well, I said there's only 10 people at her at her showing ours. We practically had a full um, full audience. But then again, it is New York City. And when it comes to like 
anime events like this is only basically there's only like one theater that shows it so everybody goes there so and that that was fun and what was cool was i they had like these trading badges which are basically pins so i bought two and i said i'm hoping for yoshiko kanan or mari so I bought two, I opened up the first one gently, pulled it out, and I pulled a, a Yoshiko on the first shot, so I was like, yes! So I said, if there's another Yoshiko in here, I'm going to send it to my sister. If not, what I'm going to do is trade it, if I can get a, a Yoshiko, or a Kanan, or a Mari. So, I opened it up, and it was Chica, and you all know I am not a big Chica fan, so... I was able to trade her for Kanan, and I took a picture of that and sent it to our friend Steph. So I was like, I'll send her that. So I'm watching the, the show, and I'm like, I, I said, after the event, I'm going to go back and buy another badge. And let's see if I get lucky. Um, I grab it, I pull it op open it up, and it's a Rico. So I walked up and down. I really didn't walk up and down the... Like the line of people who went back to buy more swag. I spoke to like one, maybe two people. Out of one of them had a Mari they were willing to trade, so I was good. So now our friends, our friends uh, Patty and Steph, will be getting um, matching badges from me, provided I remember to pull them out of my bag and put them in a bubble envelope and mail them out. <laughs> God. And that's I'm sorry I forgot to mention that previously, but you know. Y'all know how I am. But anywho, let's get down to business. Now, this is an article that popped up on my personal feed. If not my personal Facebook feed, um, my Twitter. And I shared it on my uh, my Facebook page, that DJ Ron Mess guy. Because when I read this, I, I really feel this cosplayer. And to be perfectly honest, I think a lot of us do in one way, shape, or other. And what happened, the story basically is a cosplayer's religious family kicked her out of her house over cosplay. For fuck's sake. Trust me, yeah. The cosplayer's name is Lady Iridel. So, she loves going to conventions, but her family's deeply religious, so she would hide the fact of cosplaying. And she would be sneaky to go sneak off to go to conventions, which I don't blame her. And as the story goes, she was living with her grandparents, and if her grandparents were anything like mine, very old school, very strict. And when it comes to religion, stuff like this is considered a sin. But I look at it this way, sit the quote, um, Dennis Leary, sin is in, so let's do it. So, Actually, I was going to quote uh, Princess Bride with the, you keep using that word, I don't think it quite means what you think it means. Mmm... Exactly. So she started going to various conventions, and she got her pictures taken, which is really nice, and we all love that. And she joined, and she was invited to be a part of a Black Butler Tea Party group that year. I mean, not that year, at another convention, and that was fun. So as she continued to travel to various conventions, she had fun with it, and it boosted her confidence, and it helped deal with her anxiety and so forth which i completely understand it's one of the reasons why i 
pick up photography to kind of deal with my anxiety so I can be more interactive with people. But sometimes I think it, it kind of works opposite, but it is what it is. And they should do a bit of a spell check on this story, but, you know. But something had happened on the campus where she was going to school at, so she kind of had to, like, back it off and kind of move in with her grandparents. Now, what happened with that was, as the story goes, her father remarried and there was no room. So, according to Lady Iridell, it was her grandmother who incited her family against the cosplay. And according to her grandmother, she was saying that she looked like a slut or wannabe a whore, you know? She, as she quotes, she led my family to believe that's the entire purpose of cosplay, even though the main character I cosplay is 13 and is covered head to toe in Victorian style, almost Lolita outfits. So she continued to, to be very sneaky about the cosplay because, you know, if there's something you love to do, you'll still do it and you'll figure out a way to do so. Like if you're grounded, you're not allowed to play Nintendo when your parents say, now you'll figure out where it and then you'll do it, you know? But it happened around this time last year, her grandparents found out what she was up to, and they gave her an ultimatum. She was told to either cut off all of her friends, quit cosplaying, or to stay with her grandparents, or she had to move out. So she did the whole, I promise I to do it again, you know, with the fingers crossed behind her back, which I don't blame her to do. I don't. I really don't. But as things went along... She ended up moving in with a friend of hers who relocated to her hometown. Even though she's living independent of her family at this point, the local church that she attended, I would say attended at one time, has a history of intimidating and harassing anyone who leaves. Now, I'm going to get into a couple of these things after the article. So, so, er, so last month, the church sent her a letter asking why she had not been part of service. And as it says here, if you choose not to talk to us, we can only assume you no longer desire to be in the subject subjection to this eldership and the fellowship of this congregation. The church threatened to read the letter out loud in front of the congregation at the next service. The letter also said the church's course of action would follow Thessalonians 3, 3.14, which involves encouraging all members of the congregation to not associate with a certain person in order to make that person to be put to shame. That's not very Christian-like. It is, but at the same time, it's not. Remember, there are multiple versions of the Bible, and people interpret it their own ways to make it see fit. To me, that's not very Christian-like. It really isn't. But to somebody else, it is. To my grandmother, oh, you bet your, you bet your sweet ass it is. Thankfully, she's mellowed out in her older years. But, um... As she says, the church often encourages families to shun family members who leave the church. And what happened was, after she got the letter, she was informed by her own family that she was only invited to the family's upcoming reunion. That's fucked up. If it was me, I would be like, middle finger, peace. Yeah. Or so, I would have just, I would have gone the opposite direction, just can't crash a whole three and just, and just, you know, Point out all the ways they've been completely fucking hypocritical in the name of their God. I don't blame you. Now, at this point, because of all of this, she's not allowed to speak to, a young, to her brother. And that's really fucked up. And they say blood's thicker than water. Oh, in some cases, the Holy Scripture Actually, no, is thicker than blood. You know. That, that's a corruption of the actual phrase, the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Ah. Gotcha. Meaning, 
the, the original meaning has been completely turned on its head to, mm. you know, to for situations like this. When it actually, what it actually means is that relationships you form with others outside of your family, you know, for based on shared experiences, likes, and what have you, are generally stronger than family stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, now here's things that are... This is where shit gets kind of fucked up in a way. Because I come from a small town. And I've mentioned this town from time to time. And believe you me, I could... I had to be very careful about some of the shit that I did. Because for a town of four square miles, my mother had her thumb and ear to the network. So she kind of knew if I, wa- if I wasn't doing what I was supposed to, oh, she'd find out before I would get home. And it would be my ass so at this part she's in little rock the her boy the person she works for is also her landlord this person is close to her family and her family's been corrupting the landlord now even though she hasn't told anyone where she's living her landlord told the parents the parents told the church and two members showed up at her place trying to get her to come back to the covenant. Now, Only when the preacher gets down on his knees and begs for an apology. It's more like an intimidating type tactic, you know? Now, she's worried that she might lose... Joke's on you. My character sheet says immediately, like, like naturally, fi- like, all uh, intimidation checks against me naturally fail. Mm-hmm. Now, she's... On intimidation so- check, oh. check 20. <laughs> Gotcha. How, how cute. Now, she's also worried about losing her car. Even though the car's paid off, her grandfather co-signed it, and he sent her a letter demanding that his name be taken off off the vehicle. But she doesn't know how to do that. Hopefully, I'm I'm hoping by the time this article came out, which was four days ago, someone emailed her to help her to do so. Now, well, I think I think she said the car was entirely paid off. She is, yes, but her grandfather. So if the if the car is entirely paid off, mm-hmm. it's all he has to do is write something giving her the entirety of the car. That's it. Now maybe he knows that, and maybe she doesn't, and vice versa, because she says here she doesn't know how to do that, and she doesn't have much legal standing if he ever attempted to take the car since she can prove she paid for it, but she's afraid to face him in court because he's rich and she fears her family's connections could lose her job or apart. Oh, but I kind of get that. And they say, absolute power corrupts. That's why there's no names in this story because she doesn't want, the, she doesn't want anyone, she doesn't want her family or the church to retaliate against her. But the thing is, as it says here, she makes a special point of enjoying herself at conventions. She continues to attend in spite of harassment from the church and her social anxiety. Since leaving the church, she's gotten bolder and trying other costumes. She just completed a new Nui from Kill the Kill, and which reveals her shoulders, but she's working on bigger things. She says she still has difficulty stepping outside of a comfort zone, but she has a supportive friend network that's helping her. And I'm like, good for you, girl. Good for you. You, know, last... you tell somebody on the internet about this about this uh, church, and I'm guarantee you within the within a day or so, like they'll uncover like the like the priest is like a mm. known pedophile or something like mm. that, as or has like a huge like corruption scandal you know floating around them. 
That'll shut them up. Mm-hmm. But I had read this article a couple of days ago, and I'm coming as I came back to it. There are some updates, which I'm glad to hear. If if not, these are not updates. It was already here. I might have not have met, read this. But since leaving the church, she reconnected with her biological mother, who is no longer part of this church. She's come out to her mother being pansexual, but her mom already knew that. Trust me, parents know how their kids are, for the most part. Now, her mom lives in California, which gives her a place to go to if things get really worse in Arkansas. But Iridel said that she would not, she would, that she said that it would not be preferable because it would mean leaving her significant other. So Iridel continues stabilizing her life in Arkansas. She searches for a way to leave the county and escape the church's sphere of influence. Now, if you want to help this cosplayer out, we're asking that you send her an email at ladyiridelcosplays at gmail.com. I'm going to post this in our chat. Um, I have already posted this on my personal Facebook. I will make sure that this ends up on our Facebook page as well. Um, I spoke to there's a couple of people on our staff. We're going to try to send her, try to help any ways we can. But because you know, because we we've all been there. Um, I don't really talk about this on the show, and I have mentioned this to various people. Like right before I went into the military, I moved in with my grandmother, who is a very religious person. Basically, she would be nosy about my, my pen pals and letters and stuff. And if she felt that if it wasn't kosher, I would not get it. And I had always wondered why some of my pen pals never wrote me. And these were anime pen pals. And some of them would just do fan art and stuff like that on the envelope or in the letter. And I would not get it because she thought it was black magic. She hated the fact that I went to conventions and cosplayed. And as she would say, you need to stop doing that white people shit before you get yourself in trouble. They're going to get you in trouble. And you're going to end up locked up somewhere. And I am thankful for my mother who was always supportive and on my side for this. Because... She knew what I was getting myself into, and she was like, as long as you don't get yourself killed, have fun, you know. But again, I get where her grandparents are coming from, but I do not agree with it at all. You don't have to like the things that your children or your grandchildren do. But if what they're doing is putting something positive in them, and it's making them happy, put your own fucking feelings aside and support them how hard is that and you can just tell them look this is not something i'm really too keen on but i will support you if it makes you happy you know it's one thing if what they're doing is going to harm them but it's another thing when what they're doing is supporting them i mean like they're cosplaying now they might end up going to school for fabrics and leather and you know could turn into a career you don't know but um, like I said, um, we're going to round up a few dollars and send it to her. Um, maybe we'll try to get her on the show so we can get uh, an update. We'll see what happens. Um, and as we see in the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Rageinator says to me, although it's not fit for air or chat, I could tell you the horror stories about my family that will make your blood run cold and send a chill down your spine, make you projectile vomit incessantly. Probably not. I have, I have been through some shit. Every single person on this podcast, regular po hosts, guest hosts, the entire staff, we have all been through some shit. 
we won't projectile vomit, but we'll we have we will truly understand what you've been through because we've all been through our own personal hells. Anybody here kind of want to chime in on that? Uh, I can only hope the church actually does something Christian and uh, seeks forgiveness for their trespasses against this girl. Mm. Let me. I mean, there was a time where I was actually I was in this church and I was actually interested in dating this person, but she wasn't really interested in me because I hadn't fully committed to the church. And I was still finding my way, thinking this is the way to go. And in doing so, I ended up meeting somebody else and we were going to get married and this, this, and that. And that's when the hammer came down. I left the church because they told me that you sh you're happy. They told me that they were happy about my engagement, but she, my fiance, needed to be a part of this church. It's like one of those churches where you would work from the within to expand, you know? They basically told me either you bring her into the church or you leave the church. So at the time, I fig I knew what my answer was going to be. But I'm like, you know what? Let me favor them. Let me ask her. I didn't even finish telling the, the situation. She's like, no. And that was pretty much was it. Some churches are like that. <sighs> Shit's kind of crazy in this world, but it's and it's like I say on my own Facebook my little quote there because it's so true live your life seriously if what you're doing isn't hurting anyone and it's positive do you I mean simple words <sighs> alright we got that out the way Jesus Christ I'm looking at these articles it's like oh this is going to be a long and deep episode Oh my Yeah, God. I hope not. Oh. It's already almost 10.30. Yeah, we need to fucking cleanse the palates after that. Well, I mean, I think some of the stuff we can kind of speed through. I, I think I'm actually looking forward to strange news from Japan tonight. I think that's the first time for everybody. <laughs> All right, Mako-chan, what is this about sexual minorities? What? So, there is a manga creator who is named Sho Arai. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sho Arai is intersex, and there is a documentary film being put out um, about this person. Um, in preparation for the film, Arai has released a manga volume titled The Story of Sexual Minorities They Didn't Tell You in School. Um, so it's actually a... not necessarily how-to manga, but basically it's a manga that is answering the questions about sexual minorities from both female and male perspective. It's, it's formatted to be informative for individuals who aren't familiar with sexual minorities... Um, but don't know where to start learning. So this is like a, a manga equivalent to the birds and the bees. Um, yes, but a fact not, file. yeah, but it's not about, you know, this is what women have. This is what men have. It's more about, um, you can have both or you can have none, or you can have something that you feel is different. Um, yeah, so it, it's, it's definitely, um, something 
out there trying to educate. Uh, I know it does go into part of the LGBT type of area as well. And uh, just the fact that this is coming out uh, shows that, you know, it's uh, an interest of people. Uh, So far, the movie has raised... Uh, about uh, $18,000 of its $37,000 goal for funding for screenings and distribution. So uh, they're hoping that with the manga coming out, that it'll interest more people in the documentary film itself. Sounds very interesting. It's I, I was reading through it. It is kind of interesting in an aspect of... Um, you know, trying to get information out there, not necessarily for people that already know about it, but for people that are like, well, what the heck do you mean? And it's in a fun, colorful, kind of informative way to be somewhat entertaining as well as informative. Hmm. The more you know. Yeah. Okay, um... Ari, what's up with uh, the Nintendo Famicom? Uh, what indeed? Um, let's see. Uh, Famicom Mini Show and Jump Edition video show includes games. Nintendo began streaming a video on Monday for its Nintendo Classic Mini, Famicom Computer Shukan Shonen Jump Zokan 50 Shonen Kinen Version, or Family Computer Weekly Shonen Jump 50 Anniversary Edition. A new edition of the Nintendo Classic Mini. <clears throat> Which includes some games included in the system. And unfortunately, the YouTube embed has been uh, disabled. Hmm. Uh, the system celebrates Manga's 50th anniversary on debut in Japan on July 7th for about $73, almost 8,000 yen. And the, the 20, it'll have about 20 games with uh, weekly Shonen Jump ties, which are uh, Kinikuman Muscle Tag Match, Dragon Quest, Hokuto no Ken, Dragon Power, Shenlong no Nazo. Kinikuman Kinikusei Oi Sodatsugen, Saint Seiya Ogan Densets, Captain Tsubasa, let's see, Fanacom Jump Hero at Sudan, a couple more Saint Seiya games, a couple more DBs, like Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z games, and let's see, Rokadenashi Blues. The system will come packaged in a box that evokes the appearance of the magazine itself. That's cool. Mm hmm. Probably be a huge pain in the ass to uh, import, though. If you look now, on Amazon. Uh, yeah. Um, now, have either of you guys ever like played an original Famicom system yourself? No. I kind of wanted one for a while. Yeah, but they, well, they have... Well, actually, at a... What was it? ZenkaiCon, one of the game rooms had a uh, old Famicom system in there. I can tell you this. I kind of sort of had a Famicom controller when I was a kid. Um, Hudson Soft put out what was called the Joy-Card Sensui system. What it was, it was a Famicom controller. It looked just like a Famicom. Colored colored and everything. Shape style, everything. And it had an extra cable coming out of the controller port. And you plug that into the stereo port of your Nintendo. And at the bottom was the volume control and so forth. And you could plug in headphones. I thought that was the coolest thing in the whole wide world. But do you remember, like, 
Like, do you remember, like, one of the flaws of the uh, Famicom's controllers? Not offhand, no. The controllers were d attached directly to the system. Yeah. And their wires were about as long as your forearm. Oh. That, I, I knew they were wired, but I didn't know it was that short. Never realized it. Yeah. So, I'm looking at this little Famicom system, and I'm thinking, like, the controller and the wire, it's, like... The wire's not, not going to be any bigger than my fucking hand. Like, I'll have to have, like, I, I'll understand having this, like, the system, like, directly in front of me, but I'll have to have, like, four feet of wire, like, six feet of wire connecting, like, going from my TV to the system so I can actually play it comfortably. Well, like, I have a classic SNES, mm -hmm. and those, and those wires are pretty short, too, and, and they're supposed to, they're supposed to be, a, you know, proportionate to the Actual Super Nintendo system wire. Like, yeah, those cables, those cables were closer to five feet. But um, if you look on Amazon right now, you can get the Super Famicom Mini for ninety bucks and the Famicom Mini for eighty nine dollars. Go figure. Mhm. Mm but yeah, well, well, this looks like it'll be cool to play, and I'm like, I'd love to have it on my own if I actually got the money for it. I'm still thinking like. Am I going to have to deal with those tiny-ass wires again? Well, they do make extension cables, so at least that's something. Yeah, but if it if they're hardwired to the system, like, the, like if the um, classic Famicom's... <clears throat> sorry, if the classic Famicom's, you know, controllers are hardwired right into the system, it's not going to make any sense. Also, like, also the, the uh, controller... What the the wire was actually hooked up to the side of the controller, which mm -hmm. felt especially weird. But yeah, that's uh, that's something that's something to look for. Yeah, and to. I'm looking it up now. The Famicom Mini, those cables are permanently attached to that sucker. Motherfucker. Yeah. But you can get a. I'm reading. You can do a hardware hack to add wireless controllers. But from what they're saying, the controllers are actually tiny as fuck. They're about the size of a of a game of a game boy micro but oh gee. moving now my big my big ass hands could barely handle a uh, nintendo ds now that i think about it oh 3ds now that i think about it never mind the xl mm. okay let's see if this will come up in the search okay good it actually did come up in the search all right let's kind of crack this going Oh, this is a story I can say. This is stuff that fan fiction's made as is made of. It seems that the official website for the Sailor Moon franchise revealed that Kodansha's children's literature label Ayotori Bunko will release a novel adaptation of Sailor Moon. Fairy Navigator Runa manga author uh, Miyoko Ikeda is writing the novels. The first novel will be called Bishojo Senshi Sailor Moon One Era Era Senshi, which means the Chosen Guardian. And it will come out in June. The website will provide more information as the time gets closer. Now, it seems that there were a novelization done here about 20 years ago. Uh, Stuart Levy and Leon Centaur wrote these. And it was an eight-volume series that lasted from 1999 to 2000. 
Now, I wonder if they'll take any liberties in order to explain this. And I can just see people picking it up going, well, that's not how it happened. Let me tell you how it ha And we're like, here we go with that dumb shit again. Yeah. So it's just pretty much more novelizations of the uh, Sailor Moon stuff. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of the, of the of something. For a while, I actually wanted to write a Rockman slash Sailor Moon crossover fic. And it would have worked, too. Especially when I would have gotten the R and um, going to Crystal Tokyo and they're dealing with Mega Man X and Sigma. It would have been a qu quite an interesting mashup. But, you know. That will would, you, will... would you have done the partially robotic uh, Sailor Hotaro uh, Tomo? I would have kept it as close to the manga as possible with some elements from the anime to kind of flush it out. But I probably would have, so I, w I would have, you know? At Great, least... Hotaro gets infected with the Sigma virus. No. Have fun. No, no, no. This would have been present day. And if I had written it, most likely I would have had Roll team up with her to kind of help her out, you know, more like adapt or something. But anywho, enough about uh, outlandish fanfiction crossovers that will never happen. All right, Maka, we all know you're a big Godzilla fangirl. Yeah, so I saw this article and thought it was actually really, really cool. There's a media studies professor at Wakayama Shinai Women's Junior College uh, named Hiroshi Ito, and he's teaching the Japanese constitution and Japanese politics through the Godzilla films. Um, so, obviously, with the popularity of Shin Godzilla that's coming out now, and he's a huge Godzilla fan, he decided to uh, basically create a little a little play on politics. So his class explains that the original Godzilla film started as an anti-nuclear war and anti yeah, anti-nuclear and anti-war project. Mm. Uh, the original film sent a strong anti-nuclear message with its title monster awakened by a hydrogen bomb. The film's message references real-world events such as the United States bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Uh, as a fan of the Godzilla franchise, he came up with the idea after seeing Shin Godzilla and its success. Um, in the film Shin Godzilla, the United States suggests a nuclear strike uh, against Godzilla because other attempts to stop the monster have been ineffective. Uh, the Japanese efforts prevent the use of nuclear weapons in the end. But Ito sees the film as contrasting the franchise's initial anti-nuclear message and these things uh, that are now being taken for granted worry him. So he hopes to pique students' interests with Godzilla in order to educate them about the full significance of Japan's constitution, including its Article 9 and its influence on the now pacifist country. Uh, towards that aim, the college course will show scenes from the film franchise related to peace and the constitution. You know what that reminds me of? Hmm. You know, when you're in school and you're in your history or social studies class or whatever class it is, and the teacher rolls out the uh, the TV and you get to spend like the next three days watching a movie or television show or just uh, that's something to do with what you were studying. And then when you finish watching it, you have that discussion or you have write that paper and it's like, 
it all clicks together. Yeah, definitely having something, some sort of media allows people to get kind of, I guess, a more hands-on, but a more, uh, I guess, realistic view of it instead of just words on paper. True that. But I think I think it's cool that he's using the Godzilla films and going through each one to show uh, the, I guess, evolution of going from a wartime setting and freaking out about everything that happened with World War II. And then now it's just like, oh, yeah, by the way, you know, here, we're going to bomb this crap. <laughs> and they go, uh, no, what? We did that before. That didn't work, remember? <laughs> if you don't those who don't know the history are doomed to repeat it yeah yeah kinda alright let's see what else is on the docket tonight ah Ari I'm sorry I, I, I had I had issues trying to figure out who to give this story to so I am sorry Machi Asoba event issue statement after man allegedly takes photos in restroom why the fuck did you give this to me you're the one that wanted strange news from Japan. I put strange news into the regular news. You're welcome. Oh, boy. <laughs> the Machi Asobi Volume 20 event last weekend had plenty of highlights, including a tournament based on a retro-style Run Run Lancer video game and opportunities to meet some of the staff and cast from the current anime season. <clears throat> Despite what, otherwise, what was otherwise a fun-filled event, organizers issued a statement on Tuesday revealing that at least one attendee's actions put a damper on it. Allegedly, an attendee saw voice actress Yuki Takata enter the restroom at a restaurant in Tokushima City, the same city in Amachi Asobi events are held. After Takata left the restroom, the attendee went inside supposedly the same toilet stall and took images of the toilet seat that Takata allegedly used, including a photo of the individual touching the toilet seat then shared the images on Twitter. Fucking course they did. Ugh. Her statement recording the incident mentions that such incidents continue to occur. The anime events may not continue. Tokushima City relies on a trusting relationship between staff and talents and the public on these events. <clears throat> Takata voice Aoba Suzukaze on a new game series, Yui and Mitsuboshi Colors, and Eruma and Miss Kobayashi's Dragon dragon maid. She was a machi asoba for the Shuisha anime presentation event. The event revealed details about the October premiere of Mikaze Kasugi's Ulysses Jean d'Arc to Rankin no Kinshi Kishi anime series, where she'll be voicing Philip. And the user's account that shared the photos is now suspended. So hey, mm -hmm. there's some justice. Not for nothing. It's weird all over the place he's older and I think that's what makes it weird but mm -hmm. you gotta remember all of those fan girls going after Vic Menominom. Yep. I watched them get onto an elevator that he had just gotten off not allow anybody else in the elevator and basically touch and fondle everything that he possibly could have touched and fondled on that elevator just because of who it was Granted, they were little kids, and I use the word little loosely, mm. but they were 
young and dumb enough to, you know, you kind of laugh it off. This guy is an adult, and that's just creepy. How much you wouldn't bet this guy doesn't even have a job? Uh, I will not take that bet, because this is Japan News. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not taking that bet. That is a sucker's bet. Forgive my expression on that. That has nothing to do with what was just recently said. But something that I just saw on, on my Facebook, and I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll save that for later. I, 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 no. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on Vognetwork.com, use the passphrase "mall." Let's get. Let's you get. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. It's just that when my friend said she was going to do this, I wasn't sure she was going to, so she showed pro- progression picture. So I'm just like. Well, damn. But anywho, enough about that. Enough about that. TV Tokyo. They are establishing a licensed business division as part of a reorganization, which is going to happen on June 27th. Excuse me. This division will focus on managing the licenses of TV Tokyo properties, as well as ways to increase revenue from the licensing, especially from streaming and foreign businesses. The licensed business division will have three departments, content operations, anime, and international planning. Yukio Kawasaki, the current head of TV Tokyo's anime department, will head the new division and will also be promoted to senior executive officer. TV Tokyo Communications president Yuchi Oshida will head the anime department. So what we could probably see out of this, more anime coming over through digital distribution and physical content. And we can also see the rates on licensing going up. Well, we'll see. Maybe this will put an, um, a, a hedge in on fan subbing, but fan subbing is like weed. You kill one, two, pop right up. So now that we got that out of the way, it's time for the part of the show that everybody loves. Strange news from Japan. Can I take the first one? Absolutely. <clears throat> okay. Granted, after that last article that you that I gave you, you are more than welcome. A group of Japanese teens was busted for marijuana. They said they wanted to be like foreign musicians. God damn it, Keith Richards! We also would have accepted Willie Nelson, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Half of musicians out there. <laughs> I mean, it's pot. Come on. I was going for the most obvious ones. Hey, let's go to the board. Ari said Snoop Dogg. Survey says. Ding, 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 ding. Number one answer. Japan takes a famously hardline stance against drug possession and use. In 1980, Paul McCartney famously spent over a week in a narcotics detention center and was then unceremoniously deported after arriving at Narita Airport with marijuana in his luggage. More recently, Paris Hilton only got as far as Narita in 2010 before immigration officials told her to hop right back on a plane and leave, oh. and she wouldn't be allowed to Japan as a result of pleading guilty to drug possession charges in the U.S. So being an international celebrity doesn't earn you any extra leeway, merely wanting to be like a foreign rock star recording star won't either. 
On May 11, the Kochi Prefectural Police announced that 12 people stand accused of marijuana distribution and possession charges, with six of them being boys who, boys who attend high school in Kochi. Also involved are a 17-year-old from Ehime Prefecture and a 57-year-old res resident of Tokyo's Suginami Ward, who was a member of a Yakuza criminal organization. Police say the 57-year-old was the initial supplier of the drugs, while a 17-year-old acting as a middleman. Six Kochi high schoolers became acquainted with the 17-year-old at concerts and music events that took place in the spring and summer of 2017, purchasing drugs from him multiple times. The six boys kept the drugs they purchased in their homes and are suspected of further distributing it to others, although whether they sold or gave it away is unclear. Investigators also say the 57-year-old supplier would ma mail his shipments to Ahime with the packages addressed to the 17-year-old's father, which, su which suggests that he also may have com been complacent with the operation. During questions, the boys described their motivation as, We want to be like foreign musicians, so we smoked weed. <laughs> While the popular music scene outside Japan is much more open and accepting of drug use than the J-pop sphere, it's still a little surprising that the teens would skip over the whole playing instruments and singing aspect of being a musician and jump straight into the drug use. You can call it an immature, simplistic, immaturely simplistic interpretation of the recording star lifestyle, but that same immaturity also allowed them to escape adult-level criminal charges, though the Kochi kids are now on probation, and their 17-year-old hookup has been sent to reform school. Damn. Mm-hmm. I guess the authorities should be lucky that they said something that's harmless, that they're taking up something as harmless as weed and not, oh, say, heroin or crystal meth. Shit can always be worse. I'm always I'm fairly certain nothing. that if Paul McCartney got caught with crystal meth in his, in his luggage, you know, back in the 80s, he just would have been launched over the horizon like Team Rocket. Hmm. Oh, God, I say we're blasting off again, mate. I'm, I'm sorry for that. Can we move on? Yes, we can. Because we're going to talk about how... A man was living in an elderly woman's home unnoticed for about six months. How Wait, the what? Yes. How? That's what I want to know. What the fuck? Did you roll? A, did you roll a perception check and your die and the d20s just turned into dust? <laughs> no, dude, roll a he rolled a twenty on his stealth check. Okay. Uh, uh, all right, I'll I'll grant that. <laughs> I, I don't like it, but it's within the. The rules, so I'll allow it. Oh, god damn it, Winamp, you little shit. Anywho, it crashed again? Yeah, it crashed again, so I'm just going to let it re reload it in the background while I get into this article. So, earlier this week, in the bustling city of Himeji and Hyogo Prefecture, a man paid a visit to his 90-year-old mother and cooked her a meal. But during his visit there, um, his he, he sensed something was going on, a sound coming from the second floor that his mother was not able to notice. So, hold on here. Let me bring this back up. We're now connected. Um, All right, there we go. That's good. Close. Uh, there we go. So, 
your son heard something that wasn't that that sounded kind of odd so he goes up the stairs to the second floor and opens it up and he found a 20 year old man sleeping on a futon so he quietly closed the door stuck back downstairs and called the emergency number 110 that's how you do it for the police quickly showed up and woke the man up before arresting him and taking him back to the station the suspect has been uncooperative during the interrogation not even revealing his name but according to the police he is believed to have entered a woman's home around December 12th about 7:20 that morning he even allegedly left his shoes at the front entrance upon entering the mother told the police she almost never went up to the second floor and doesn't know the suspect at all readers were of the news were understandably creeped out by the incident we heard every night she went to sleep with someone else and didn't even know it I'm pretty worried about the woman if she didn't notice this guy at least they caught him before something bad happened in a situation like that it seems almost certain something bad would have happened that's both ridiculous and bone chilling at the same time why would the guy even go through the trouble the man's motives are mysterious Japan is known not to have a stellar track record on dealing with the homelessness compared to other developed countries but the private sector has surprisingly pitched in in the form of internet cafes which often act as a de facto homeless shelters especially for young people well working at uh, Starbucks for about six months I can basically agree to that in order to successfully squat in a home while someone else lived there, he must have spent some time searching, planning, and casing places to know that the woman never went up to the second floor. Without knowing what his intentions are, the charges remain at trespassing for the time being, but as one comment suggested, he might just be keeping quiet to prolong three hot meals in the cot provided by his new jail home, so you shouldn't expect to hear any, any answers on why he did this. Well, at least this incident will remind us of the benefits pets can bring to the elderly people living alone not just to help keep them company but to help stop creepy guys from infesting their homes if this woman had a dog oh you best believe you would not have made it a full day Oh, is it my turn now? Yep. Okay. So, yay! We go from creepy men living in elderly women's homes to creepy men asking out underage girls. So, you, so did that so. general uh, level of creepy around here? Yeah, pretty much. So, a civil servant spent 20 minutes hitting on a schoolgirl in Japan and gets arrested instead of getting a date. Man says that after initial rejection, days earlier, he just couldn't forget, couldn't forget her. So, the 20-year-olds... Uh, in the prime of his youth and then surprisingly occasionally feeling intense desire for female companionship uh, became intrigued by a young lady he happened to spot on the morning on the morning of March 12th and was smitten enough to try to strike up a conversation with her unfortunately it was a 17 year old second year high school student who was on her way to class who was dressed in the uniform that her private school requires students to dress in 
So obviously he knew that she was a school girl. Uh-huh. Um, perhaps due to the age difference or, you know, just him being a complete and total douche, he was unsuccessful. Um, and she basically, you know, told him to get lost. However, on March 14th, he encountered the girl again. Uh, despite having been shot down just two days prior, he decided to try his luck again and launched into a 20-minute appeal that resulted in his eventual arrest. Uh, no accusations about him physically restraining the girl, um, suggesting she is an extremely patient person. Uh, but she called the cops the same night, and they formally arrested him on May 8th. According to the police, he approached the girl at roughly 6.25 in the evening, telling her, I just can't forget about you. Following his declaration of 48-hour devotion, the police say he launched into a lengthy streams, uh, string of sexual proposals, including the straightforward, I want to work out my sexual desires. He denies being vulgar and claims he was just trying to pick her up and the only thing he said was let me hug you for 20 minutes. So, yeah, not really adding up at that point. Um, and I thought, shit, well, listen, I... Just what the fuck, people? Sometimes I think we've gone from strange news in Japan to real shit that happens in America. Because I guarantee you, at least one of the articles that we talk about every week is probably has happened somewhere in the States, most likely at a convention. Part of me is asking why it took, took him 20 minutes to arrest this guy. Um, well, he, she was talking to him for 20 minutes. It took her 20 minutes to either leave or for him to leave and finally get it. She called the cops later that night. And then it took them a month to arrest him. Can we just be done with this, please? I uh, I I I I think so. I really think so. But before, you know, I I I'll say I'll save that little tidbit for when we wrap shit up. So we're gonna go ahead, take our last break, and wrap up the show. So we'll be back.
now despite the difficulties we kind of pushed through a good episode we kind of overloaded tonight's news because it was a lot of good stuff but we'll try to we will definitely try to get back to our usual stick of 90 minutes or less or get satisfaction guaranteed or double your money back so i think that's a like it's hmm? zero times two is zero exactly now uh i'm looking at something on facebook and it's not surprising to see local conventions, you know, advertised. So my sister posts a picture of Anime Next advertising at the Port Authority, which is cool, you know, because you can take a bus to Atlantic City for the con, and they have a discount code bus. Now, I'm looking at this, I can't help but to laugh only because of one of the things that this says in here. Anime Next. Only blocks from the Jersey Shore. Well, it's not wrong. True. It's not wrong, but it's also not what anybody thinks. Bingo! Jersey Shore. Bingo! Give Mako-chan the $64,000. Yeah, it's every city between, you know, Cape Cod and... I don't know what the northern cutoff point is. Mm. Uh, Cape May. Cape May. Yeah. Sorry, I'm still on a fucking autocrat's head. Alright, so if you like the show, tell a friend, they in turn, tell another friend, and so on. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters, we do this for the fun of it. So if you have any suggestions for the show, by all means, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post anime reviews, convention reviews, links to our photos and videos, our podcast. And cool week uh, cosplay tips and so much more. Definitely swing by Anime Jam Session and check it out. And don't forget you can find our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and the Vogue Network Forum. Swing by, check them out, give them a listen, and leave a, a review if you can. As long as you leave five-star reviews, we can keep going. That's all we ask. Check out our social media pages at uh, YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. 
twitter.com slash anime jam session and facebook.com slash anime jam session be in the know and for everyone that supports us on our social media sites thank you so much we couldn't have, we couldn't really couldn't do the show without y'all and don't forget to swing it all back to vognetwork.com so we're gonna go around the room here last words Ari I'm probably going to go back to either playing Dragon's Crown or Fallout 4. Mm. Not sure which one I should le- start leveling up more. Last word, Mako. I have to figure out what cosplays I'm wearing for this weekend. Mm. My last and then I have to pack. I know that feel. My last word is... I had this Premiere Pro video to knock out real quick, and... I'm not sure what else I'm going to do. I'm probably just going to relax for tonight. So, that's it. That's it. End of list. End of show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Um, time to go. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Makachan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Hey, Makachan. Huh? Say good night, Makachan. Good night, Makachan. Of course you would. Good night, y'all. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!